Welcome to The Jared Gold Show, where you'll learn the most groundbreaking perspectives, philosophies, and tools you can use to change your life. From the world's wealthiest people to the most prominent spiritual teachers, from the highly logical to the wildly esoteric, you can expect to receive the best curation of wisdom that exists, all explained in the depth and clarity that leaves you ready to take action. And now, here's our host, Jared Gold. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me for another episode. I want to make this a little bit more of a meta-analysis of the podcast. What's going well, maybe what's not going well, what I'm thinking about, etc. And uh, yeah, hopefully it just gives insight to maybe others who want to start a podcast. And also, yeah, just like an interesting me documenting myself throughout this. Uh, so what is cool, a big win top of mind is that perhaps last week, so maybe like around December 23rd or so, uh, I crossed over a hundred total downloads across all episodes. And if I had to guess, I don't have the exact number, like the exact numbers are not given to me in terms of, it's just not available in terms of the number of like unique downloads, the different people that have downloaded an episode. But I would guess perhaps 40 different people have downloaded or listened to at least one episode of those total uh, around over 100 downloads. And that feels really cool. That's really exciting. And, you know, again, the, the data is a little fuzzier around how much of an episode someone listened to. But you know what? I'll take 100 total downloads. Like that's a big that's a big milestone. I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate that win. And, you know, it has been really cool and interesting to learn some of the basic skills of how to set this all up. And I've been sharing that with others as well that have reached out to me and said they have an interest in starting a podcast. So like, you know, uh, a certain microphone to use that is like 60 or $70 and you get like a, $25 arm for it that attaches and it's like and then like a $10 cable and you plug it right into your laptop and if you haven't if you have a MacBook you can just use GarageBand to do some very basic editing for free and then you know there's a few there's one free hosting provider uh, and like a few good uh, somewhat inexpensive ones and so it has been really cool to see just how not that it's necessarily easy, but straightforward if you know the tools and just a little bit of the simple steps to get your voice out there and launch an actual podcast and that people will listen to. Like it's not going into the void. So those are my two main wins. And like that's really cool. And I am proud of the show artwork and the the voiceover intro and outro uh, both of those were from people from Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, and it's just been it's been a cool experience. In terms of what I'm thinking about now, that is that is challenging because I'm still figuring out what exactly the show is about. You know, initially it was me curating the most interesting content that I've found that is profound in in different ways from all different schools of thought. And while I do really enjoy curating, do I want to curate 
and just kind of like pontificate for say one episode per week because that's like the initial format of me getting this out there and while I like the opportunity to occasionally do that like I don't know if I want what I I don't know if that's what I want to do long term for this show and I'm my thought is like okay what would what feels the most joyful and what provides the most value and of course I did enjoy the five episodes of the armchair therapist series at the or was it four it was either it, it was four yeah I enjoyed those and so that was a cool you know experiment what have you exercise and I I think at least the participants enjoyed them I would love to hear from listeners if you all found it valuable for your own situations, uh, if you could relate to any of it. But yeah, I like what's funny is I'm recording this standing up in my closet in my apartment because closets have good acoustics with all the padding from different clothing. And so, you know, I have like the microphone arm attached to my closet door and like a bar stool propping up my laptop, which, you know, the mic is plugged into and, and recording into GarageBand. And so this is like, you know, this is a comical setup when thinking about it. I also do have a microphone at the office and my office does have actually uh, two podcast booths, uh, two podcast studios, which is really cool. But I feel like I do better standing up instead of sitting down when it comes to being enthusiastic and projecting my voice and et cetera. So it feels like it's easier, more natural to record it just in this home closet standing up. But yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking about just what would make this show really compelling and interesting. And if I think back to what my strengths are, I feel like my strengths like the first main strength that really comes to mind is talking to people, asking them, asking them questions, like making them feel comfortable and then asking, starting with some general questions and then like really drilling down and reflecting on what I see and also like helping them uncover different insights and ideas within them and maybe me sharing my own ideas if I have insights into the topic they're sharing on. And so I'm thinking about, okay, what's the easiest way to do that? And of course, like, it's very standard with podcasts to have the one-on-one interview format, but I don't want to have that be the standard format because it's just like every other podcast. And even if I have, like, the most profound, bomb, deep conversation it still feels like it doesn't stand out in the crowd. And so what I've been thinking about from the start, honestly, like, I think I'm pretty sure I shared it in another episode already, where I'm like, you know what, I would love to be a really freaking killer talk show host, that would be fun as shit for me. And that's a pretty abstract thing. And like, I remember that just like, I was chatting with my former roommate or my roommate at the time and it must have been around September of or early September of 2021. So as far as I'm concerned, a completely freaking new era of humanity or different era. Uh, 
which I guess was around 14 months ago, because it's December 2022 now, or 15 months, whatever. And yeah, like that, I'd never said that to anyone, and that was interesting. And so it's kind of resurfacing again, where I really love interviewing people, asking them super deep questions, and just see what they come up with. And of course, I would absolutely love to interview like the world's most successful baller people in my eyes. And so still want to keep that, not just for my book, but in in general. But then I also really like the idea of interviewing like everyday people. And that's where like a talk show sounds interesting because how many people really get a chance to be interviewed and like really asked deep questions and have light uh, shown on them, if that's grammatically correct. And, uh, you know, I I mentioned it in another episode, this uh, tool called Wealth Dynamics. And it's like an online quiz and, you know, you have to pay for it, but I found it really profound. And it's, it's like an entrepreneurial personality test, so to speak. And I am a star profile. And another star profile is one of my heroes, Oprah. And the one of like some of the reasons Oprah is one of my heroes is like, yeah, she's a billionaire and, you know, powerhouse and all that. That's freaking awesome. But I would say she uh, she really is, in my opinion, like the world's best interviewer or like right up there. And she makes people feel super comfortable and all that. And she she really shines a light on others in a fascinating way. Many like everyday people. And I never even like watched her show. That's the thing. Like I've, I've seen her interview. I've seen just different like interviewing clips of her interviewing um, like really successful big name people, which I loved. Uh, but like, you know, I know about her doing her like daytime show even though I haven't like, I don't think I've even seen a full episode ever. But I love the idea of giving people, giving the average person a platform to spill their guts. And we can all relate to that as a, just like a a collective, like humankind, we can relate to this person's uh, challenges or, or what have you. And so that is something of interest to me. And so it's like, okay, how do I make this podcast a talk show? And I have some ideas in the works. One thing that frustrates me about, uh, <laughs> I've noticed with this podcast, like, and when I talk, I, I do jump around. So like, I didn't cut anything. That's just me like bringing another thought and I'm going to, or sharing another thought and I'm going to bring it together is, uh, you know, with the holidays, especially like Christmas, New Year's time, like all of businessy things slow down, but like, I don't want to slow down. So like I, I put some irons in the fire, but I have to wait until say like the first or second week of January to see if I have traction or things transpire. But I've already started putting some feelers out there in terms of, could I make what I do or, or not make what I do? Uh, could I curate and initiate an in-person talk show where I talk to like everyday strangers in a deep way. Like one of the, I do really love YouTube 
and uh, there's there's a bunch of YouTubers I follow, and I think some of my favorite YouTube stuff is when these certain people interview like random strangers. But a lot of times, what I've noticed that really frustrates me is a lot of that content is is kind of like junk food for the mind, I would say, because like, let's say there's different segments, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have seen them or heard them, is there's segments where it's like, oh, I interview millionaires on their like guide to success. But it's, and like, it is interesting to see like a high quality video and like, you know, interviews are just entertaining. Uh, Like they're called, you know, man on the street interviews. And they are really entertaining because it's like, oh shit, let's just see like what this random person thinks so we can, uh, honestly, I think it is a lot of comparison. So I can see how this, you know, do I relate to this person or not? And, but a lot of those, hey, interviewing random people on the street for advice, like random rich people or whatever, it's all the same kind of superficial shit. And one thing I've noticed is the pacing feels so frantic. And I hate that frantic pacing. It gives me anxiety. It's like, fast, fast edits. It feels like quick questions and like it's all the same surface level stuff, even though the production quality is really high. And I think a lot of that is due to A, that's a lot of like a lot of people consume content that way. But I, a lot of times I like to take when people are zigging, I like to zag where it's like, you know what? I want really fucking long form content. So rather than catching some random rich person off guard uh, and hoping they talk to me for 90 seconds or just a random stream of consciousness and I can clip it down to some presentable 90 seconds, what if I set myself up or had a setup to where I could really interview people sitting down with them for say 10 to 15 minutes at a time where they are relaxed, they know what's happening, I'm not interrupting them like a lot, you know, man on the street interviews, it's interrupting someone and I don't want to be interrupted and I'm not going to give a deep answer if I'm interrupted. And I think a lot of other people feel the same. So it's like, what if I do the opposite where it's just like a really deep interview for 10 to 15 minutes where we're both relaxed and there's not distractions around with other people walking or noises or like traffic and streets and all that and see what people say, give them the option to just like share what's been on their mind or weighing them down as well as different topics that I bring up. So, you know, for example, I had an experimental series on like a little separate podcast experiment, not the Jerry Gold show. Like there was two episodes or there was one episode of it. One of it, one episode is my analysis, but really the main episode is me interviewing five different people that I know on how they feel about money and they're all millennial type age range. And I think that was interesting, but I think I can go way deeper in person and way deeper topics. Like money is general. Like I didn't really necessarily ask like super deep questions that caused like uh, really profound insights. And that is what I feel strong doing. And so, yeah, could I make the Jared Gold show a traveling talk show. And, you know, I live in Austin, obviously, for those that know me. So could I make it a traveling talk show around Austin? So that's what I'm thinking about. And I've put out the feelers to some different places. And uh, 
yeah, I think that sounds really exciting. And we will see where it goes. And, you know, obviously, like with YouTube, if I can have all the video and audio stuff nailed, or at least like taken care of, like done well overall, I like that YouTube does have monetization built in. And, you know, it, it has a lot of searchability and discoverability where podcasts, they don't have that same level of discover discoverability. Like you might receive some recommendations from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever might give you recommendations to other shows you might like, but those shows already have a good amount of traction. And so like my challenge is how do I really go from zero audience and you know maybe like i don't know 150 followers on instagram which are basically like for the most part they're all my friends or uh, acquaintances like it's not a ton of it's not like randos and then um so how do i go from basically zero following to having let's say the goal is uh a thousand true fans based on this guy, Kevin Kelly, who's like a popular internet writer, thought leader, what have you, uh, how he says like a thousand true fans means you have like a real business, a real platform. And they're, they're, you know, these people are really into you. And truthfully, if you have products to sell, they are willing to buy it. So like it can be a self-sustaining business so that I can you know, so that people can continue to produce. It's not so that you can just like milk these thousand people for all they're worth, nothing like that. And so that's something I'm thinking about. And when it comes back to wealth dynamics as a star, the I'm not an expert on this, but I've, I've read about it and I've had like one or two consultations with a certified expert person. And so stars find their flow by... Uh, like shining their light on others and allowing them to find flow, which is interesting. And so while I do enjoy uh, like recording these solo casts in my closet, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's been enjoyable. It's been expansive. It's been interesting. And the fact that like, Hey, some people are willing to listen to it or download it or whatever, like that's cool. But I really do enjoy talking with others and shining a light on them in a way or like lifting them up with my questions and seeing them in a perfect world uncover insights that they didn't realize they had or generate ideas with them between the two of us and like that really makes me feel excited and alive and it feels like I'm providing a lot of value so that's what I'm thinking about is like when it comes to this kind of star profile which I really resonate with yeah, like how can I shine my light on people in the most effective way that can also benefit the widest audience or not widest in terms of like appeal to everyone, but as many people as possible that would resonate with the question asking or the the talk show, whatever this thing turns into. So that is how I'm thinking about this entire podcast experience the Jared Gold show maybe the Jared Gold show 
moves really heavily on YouTube and these long-form YouTube episodes that are perhaps an hour or maybe a little more. And then there's a audio version that's maybe 45 minutes of me having these like in-person talk show interviews with people that I think are really interesting. Uh, or maybe it's just more interesting on YouTube and the and there are podcast-specific versions of me reflecting on th- certain things or giving like high level feedback on stuff. And like YouTube is my, from a marketing perspective, it would be like the top of the funnel stuff where it has the widest audience where people filter in. And then if they want more of my perspective, uh, like in terms of just a solo perspective, they can also subscribe to my podcast or, you know, maybe the newsletter turns into something different besides show notes. I don't know, but like that's, there's a lot to figure out and I'm excited to see what happens in the next few weeks on the feedback that I get in terms of the outreach I've done thus far in terms of making this an in-person traveling talk show, again, starting in Austin. Yeah, I just, I think that's something I really feel could be interesting is a talk show for, you know, maybe it's like heavily millennial focused or roughly, let's say like 20s to 40, like mid 20s to early 40s type range. So like millennial ish and, uh, and really deep stuff like, like a talk show version of humans of New York in some way. Cause I, I think humans of New York, everyone can enjoy it. I don't follow it. But sometimes it is interesting. Like, I respect what the guy Brandon has done. And I think it has a lot of legs. But do I want to read the story? Or do I want to watch the person share the story? As a, like, as opposed to seeing still pictures and, and reading through a lot of text. Yeah, so again, this episode is really a lot of it is just me thinking out loud. I didn't have like show notes coming into this like I might if if I was recording other episodes where there's certain points I wanted to hit on in terms of insights I've curated or, or things that I found interesting when it comes to money I you know it's it would be kind of far-fetched to think in terms of like oh man like I want to be Mr. Beast level success and rich and like that's why I'm that's why I want to or that's why being on YouTube excites me or whatever or being like some super crazy successful podcaster like a you know Tim Ferriss level podcaster or whatever and like that all sounds really awesome I don't want to be like Mr. Beast famous or anything or like Oprah famous or anything like that uh and that would be quite a ridiculous pipe dream in a lot of ways but what does excite me is getting paid or like receiving a good amount of money regularly getting paid in good supply to just be myself and like share my gifts again I think my best gifts fall under the asking questions, making people feel comfortable, helping them spill their guts, and generating ideas between each other. 
and then distributing all of that, hopefully, to, to others. So it's like, okay, how do I play into my strengths and superpowers in that way that just feels like joyful and fun? So if this podcast makes no money, it didn't cost me a ton of money all in, maybe the total cost so far. And again, like a lot, like the voiceover intro and outro guy was maybe like all in, what was he? Maybe like $250. The podcast artwork stuff was like 130 all in. And then my host, my hosting writer is like $18 a month. And then the podcast website's like $15 a month. So ongoing costs are, you know, pretty insignificant. So it's like, there's a little bit of a startup cost, but it's not the end of the world. If this podcast really goes nowhere, I have no regrets, either from a financial perspective or from a time perspective, because this was an enjoyable test of this whole thing. But when it comes to, I think, the idea of making good money from this and actually building a real crazy epic show in certain ways, not doing like extreme stunts, but just ma- just like really producing compelling content, like really compelling, not just some randomly interesting YouTube channel that like you peruse while you're eating, but you don't deeply give a shit when a new episode comes out or something, but like really, truly interesting content where people are you know, commenting and messaging like, oh my God, this interview changed my life or this like latest episode like caused me to make a huge shift and look what resulted from that. Like that kind of stuff really excites me. And if I made a good amount of money, if I found a way to make a good amount of money from the Jared Gold Show, whatever final form that becomes, that would just allow me to keep that up. It, it's like, It's like that phrase or ideology where it's you make money so you can make more art. And I've never considered myself an artist. I don't consider myself artsy. I can't like paint or draw or sculpt or whatever. But I do think that a really well done YouTube video, for example, is art. And it doesn't matter if I'm the one like, filming the thing myself and doing the editing and audio and all that because like that won't be me that seems very like a whole new skill set that I just don't want to learn and and a lot of equipment to get and all that but you know if I, I if I found a way to have that all taken care of and just focused on what I think I do well or not think what I know I do well and get to come up with different ideas and formats for what the Jared Gold show could be. And again, the focus is ironically not on me. It's who can I shine my light on? Like who who deserves to be in the spotlight to to share their opinion or tell their story? And a lot of it is going to be everyday people. And yeah, that really that excites me. Like if I could make a lot of money to then not worry about making money and just continue to produce like the most compelling, unique content that really resonates with people. That is of extreme interest to me. So that's how that's how I'm thinking about all the money stuff. And it is it is a wild thought to think about 
making money, whether podcasting or YouTube or whatever, because I think making like real money in this space. And when I think of like real money, I think of pulling at least a hundred thousand dollars a year, but ideally, you know, like seven figures. And that's not like profit, maybe, you know, seven figure a million dollars a year plus, but maybe at like 30 or 40% margins. So 300 or 400 K profit a year. And, uh, the business model of YouTubing and podcasting still feels a little bit like a black box to me because, you know, I haven't, I, I know there are YouTube resources to like dig into monetization stuff and, uh, also like paid sponsorships, but it's still a little bit wild west like because there's so many different ways to do it and so many people do it in a different way and it also does depend on not just views but like brand equity so yeah like if i build up a really solid brand again of let's say like the thousand true fans the number of views doesn't matter as much because you know maybe i get crazy click-throughs on a certain sponsored ad or like something converts and like something I promote gets a ton of something I promote that I really believe in. I have no interest in promoting something that I don't either firsthand use and really like, or just deeply believe in in general. And yeah, so it's like, what is the business of creating content? So that is another thing I'm thinking about. Because as it stands right now, it's like, shit, how am I going to get a really, how am I going to hit like a really serious scale with just an audio only podcast as no one with like, or as someone with like no real audience or consistent audience outside of his like friends and acquaintances? Uh, Like, how can I get strangers on the internet to really freaking love what I do? And again, that I think that's where YouTube, something like YouTube comes in because if it is a high quality video and people see how I am and see how I act, it might be a lot easier to connect like the, the audio only podcast version, like that would make it much more compelling for someone to follow the audio podcast if they see how I am on video and it is a really entertaining, interesting, impactful video and, uh, And also it's like different, I've read about how it's different use cases. So, you know, with, with YouTube, like not only is video, obviously a lot more complex to shoot and edit and produce and post and all that, but it does require someone to sit and watch you. So man, like there's so much attention to be fought over. It's nonstop. Like anyone at any point could open a text or open a different YouTube video or get a push notification from a news app on their phone. So you're fighting for someone's attention on YouTube. And so that seems challenging. And, and of course, inevitably they're going to probably watch less of it than sitting down and watching like a full hour and a half episode or hour episode. But more and more people are doing that. And what I do love about YouTube is the discoverability and the engagement right there with the comments and feedback. Whereas an audio podcast doesn't have easy comments, easy feedback, easy engagement. And uh, 
it's not easily discoverable like YouTube, for example. And uh, though it is really good for passive stuff, like people can listen to more of it when they're walking or running or driving or like doing the dishes or downtime. So it's just like completely different consumption ideologies. And with YouTube, I do feel like it would be a, a really well done video is so much more enriching than just hearing a random person talk with no context in terms of, okay, how does this person look? Can I relate to him or her? Why should I even listen to what he or she says? Uh, you know, unless I, or until I reach the point of interviewing, like the biggest freaking names out there where I rely on their credibility to bring in new listeners and engage listeners. It's like, okay, maybe the easiest way to build credibility is being seen on YouTube and discovered on YouTube to then funnel them into uh, the podcast for some solo stuff. And ultimately, you know, maybe like closer one-on-one interviews, but with a, with like super legit people, but with a, in a different flavor than the different one-on-one podcast shows, whether it's Jay Shetty or Impact Theory or Ed Milet's show or Tim Ferriss, you know, all the one-on-one people that do all these different things well. So it's like, okay, what's my own flavor look like? Anyways, I think that sums up what I wanted to share this episode. I didn't want to talk too long, but that's what I'm thinking about. I'm happy to launch the podcast. It's been a fun ride. I appreciate everyone's encouragement so far. And so, yeah, like, what do I really want the Jared Gold show to be? And how can I make that happen? And in a way that like actually maximizes the chance of bringing in a serious amount of money so that I can afford to keep doing it and have that longevity and also like not sell out. Like there's, there's a bunch of podcasts that I've come across that are just like so fucking shameless and relentless with their advertising and just popping it in in multiple spots. Like there was one podcast I listened to that I actually, like they had a fantastic guest. They have a huge following. And I actually just had to stop it because I'm like, there are so many fucking ads weaved into this. Like every 10 minutes of this two-hour episode is like a seriously like seven-minute block of ads. And there's like no, you know, intro and outro blended in. So I even know an ad is coming. And so I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I was so engaged in the conversation. Now I have to listen to like a pointless ad that I don't relate to. So I know I don't want to get to the point where it's like a ton of ads. Like it, we've all been to, let's say like different food blogs, recipe sites are actually the worst where it's like, oh, this content seems great. And you click through to it and it's just nonstop shitty ads everywhere. Like, like I think business insider is not good or like fortune, like any of those like online I mean, they're, they're also magazines, right? But like the online versions, because it's just like you go there and it's like, it's gotten to a point where 50% of the website is visible and the other 50% is you actually dodging ads. X here, minimize this, auto playing video, like auto playing video and sound. And so I know I, I want to get to the point where it's like really killer content with value added, interesting ads like tastefully woven into where it doesn't distract someone. 
and again to reference uh like i think mr beast does this like i i don't watch a ton of his stuff but i've consumed a little more and more just because like that guy is a force of nature and you know there was one one video i saw of his where him and his team like survived in antarctica for 48 hours and the only ad in his show uh like the one ad was from shopify and everyone's heard of shopify at this point because they're relentless with their podcast and youtube ads and uh he's like hiking up this crazy freaking mountain with his team and as he's like out of breath and hiking he's like real quick guys i want to i want to tell you about our sponsor of the show that made this possible shopify and it's like just him just riffing on an unprepared or like there's some preparation but it feels very organic and off the cuff as he's like catching his breath hiking up this like serious mountain or hill or whatever rock climbing thing and uh you know he's in freaking antarctica and he's like just pitching this company like that is funny and interesting like these advertisements in one's own voice of products or services they they really deeply believe in and in a way that is like entertaining it's part of the entertainment of the show as opposed to like hey one second guys like just do us a favor and listen to this real quick ad and then like skip it if you want no one cares and then we'll we'll keep going to it so that's everything i'm thinking about thank you everyone for listening to this episode i hope you found it interesting this meta episode as i try to get a little better at documenting this whole journey of like how do i do xyz things come totally shooting in the dark and it's hard to it's hard to know exactly where one fits into the world what is your exact unique flavor and spin on what you want to do so i'm still figuring that out myself and uh hope you all are amused to follow along for the ride so thank you for listening and i'll see you next time Thanks for listening to this episode of The Jared Gold Show. Visit thejaredgoldshow.com to browse all episodes and show notes, as well as to submit feedback or ideas. We'd love to hear from you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends or take 30 seconds to leave us a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash G-O-L-D. Every review is a huge help to us and much appreciated. See you next time.